coming up. Our thoughts on all of the festival of holidays, but mostly the food. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 724, for the week of November 12th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Who's typing? <laughs> Not me. Okay. Is that you, Tony? Tony. He, he thinks he's... Blame muted. me. Yeah, yeah, I know. I am muted, and I wasn't typing. Okay. I was using a pen and paper. Right, so cool. don't blame me. Right, so cool. now, right, right, of elimination. All right. all right, cool. All right, three, two, one, back into this. Let me start over. No, I'm going back in. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 724, for the week of November 12th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Malata-Willie. Hello. Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. There he is, and Tony Spatel. And Tony Spatel. Hello. And Sorry. Tony Spatel. When, when I say yes, your guys' names, I point in the direction you are. Sometimes. Yeah, it, is so, it up for Tony or is yeah, it down? But Tony's directionally challenged, challenged, as yeah, he says so many I, times, so that's why he's missing his cue. Yeah, it doesn't really matter where I point for Tony because he could be anywhere. Are you? You're still in Southern California, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> as far as you know, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. It's like it's exactly like we're sitting around the table, a big California table, uh, a California table of raisins. Um, All right. So. <laughs> Festival Didn't of you used to work with raisins? I did. You and gave up raisins for I gave the up Diz. raisin for Disney. Disney stole me away from the raisins. Um, oh, that's, that's a bad story. Um, <laughs> so, Festival Holidays and all of the holidays at the Disneyland Resort began this weekend in earnest. Um, and we checked out some of that going on. There's not a lot of changes at Disneyland, so we'll probably focus on California Adventure, um, and all the festival stuff that's going on there. Um, let's talk a little bit about the entertainment this year. Um, and we talked, we covered some of this last week, but uh, most of our favorite groups are back. Um, however, they've eliminated one of the stages. Uh, there is no longer a stage in the Sonoma Terrace, which is where, uh, mostly kosher performed a lot last year. So they, they're, the main stage is back on the Paradise, in Paradise Park, basically, which, uh, is where the, the fountain is right in the middle of the, of the, the, the viewing area for, for, um, World of Color. So they have the stage there during the day that they rip apart in 20 minutes and take away for World of Color, before World of Color starts. So mostly kosher plays there, um, the Blue 13 uh, dance group plays there. Uh, Mariachi Divas does one set there. 
And then at night, they do a, a sunset concert. There, uh, I saw Fat Cat Swinger, which was a swing band that performed there. Um, there's also, there's still a stage, uh, at, um, Pacific Wharf, and I think that's where, uh, Mariachi Divas play most of their concerts. And then at the Paradise Gardens stage, uh, there's a rotating group of Latino groups that play there. Cool. Um, other changes this year are the Toy Drummers. Uh, they have, uh, like, two or three different spots that they're, they're stopping to play. Um, one of them is in front of the entrance to Little Mermaid, like where the, where the uh, toy sold, where the, the Green Army men would normally perform that area. Uh, there's also a spot across from the DVC, uh, booth by the, the blue, in the back, backside of the Blue Sky Cellar. You know what I'm talking? Yeah. Okay. So across the, across the walkway from that is also where they perform. Um, but they are back. Um, did you guys did Major? Did you catch any of the entertainment? We saw the drummers several okay. times, yeah. but they were marching. Okay. Uh, when we saw them, which was I guess uh, as they passed us, going mm-hmm. from venue to venue. Right. And we saw the I think they were the Indian group. Mm-hmm. Blue thirteen performing. Yeah. yeah. What's their name again? Blue 13 Dance Group? Dance Company? They're really good. They're really good. We saw um, them also. Okay. I think that I think those are the only ones that we saw. Okay. Um, oh, and the Mariachi Divas. We saw them at the Pacific Wharf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't... We, last week we didn't talk about the... Um, we went through all the menus for, for Festival Hodge, but we didn't talk about the menu at Paradise Garden Grill. Uh, actually, and it actually didn't change. It's still the same menu because they had the the menu was inspired by Dil de los Muertos for Halloween, and so now it's just Viva Navidad, and and the menu didn't change. So, um, and there, actually, there's a review up that Tyler and I did of the food there. So if you want to search YouTube for that, it wasn't very good. Um, uh, that's too. The bad. review or the food? Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, it depends on if you read the comments or not. Um, everybody has an opinion on YouTube. <laughs> so, and oh, I know I was going to talk about the, the kids areas. The last, remember last year they had them spread all over the place, but this year they're all concentrated in one spot right in front of the Little Mermaid queue. So they I kind of like that. Like them all in one spot. Yeah, I like them okay. in one spot because okay. the the other one pr- probably maybe um, some of them didn't get the attention that they could have got. Right. And here the kids can go and and do the different activities all right there and yeah. and so I, so I I liked it. Okay. There were it was pretty crowded when we were there. How, how about the merchandise? How'd you find the merchandise? I won't tell you by walking and running <laughs> into it. <laughs> Um, it was, it was okay. We, we kind of glanced at it. We didn't really, um, do it. You didn't didn't buy me a baseball cap? Oh, I, I know, but I did buy my Mickey ears with the, or my mini ears with the plaid bow. Okay. You didn't buy it. So that was not part of the. You do have your rose gold ears already, right? No, I'm, that didn't. Okay. That's not something you. No. 
and uh, okay, so there's merchandise in a bunch, couple different areas. Um, the, did you, did you get your AP pin? AP button. No. Okay. Not this time. Okay. Um, um what what happened is as I had to work, um, yeah, on Friday and it was got, kind of a stressful way, week. Right? So, yeah. yeah it, well, it's because of my job that I get to go. So, oh, yeah, that, okay. so I'm happy about that. But um, we're, we'll be going back again because the food, as you'll hear from our my portion of the review, was pretty good. And I also saw something else that I that I picked up that I'll, I don't know, maybe I'll talk about it now. Um, no, we're still talking merchandise. That's but fine. When we get to the ahead. food. Well, okay. Yeah, if it's oh, food late. Yeah. It's food a but I'll go back and look at the merchandise because I every year they have such cute items, mm-hmm. and I like to see what they have that's different than what they had the prior year. Right. So, um, no, considering the, the, that the regular merchandise for the holidays has not really changed since last year, I'm looking forward to seeing what they have for food and, for the festival of holidays. Uh, I actually I put up an article. It had we had there's like a t-shirt, the the um, t-shirt hoodie. There's a ladies cut t-shirt. Uh, there's a ceramic mug. There's like a dessert plate. There's so, what do you think of the motif? It's okay. I, I don't know. I didn't. Okay. I didn't buy anything. But... Didn't grab you. No. Uh, uh, What's the motif? It's almost whimsical. The 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 font is different on the on the merchandise. It's like handwritten. Mm-hmm. So. It's just kind of, it doesn't, I, I, the, the, the hat is just the regular logo, but the, the, the t-shirts and stuff has, have a weird, look up the, 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 I just, I put up an article on Friday on the Diz, so all the, there's all the pictures there. Okay. Um, trying to pull up pricing while I, uh, okay. Um, oh, the, the. Annual pass holder area is different this year. That's what's taking. That's what took over uh, Sonoma Terrace. Um, really? Yeah, so it's so not because last time it was in the it was the old smoking area by yeah Grizzly. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, you can still get so go into <laughs> Sonoma Terrace if you're not a if you're not a annual pass holder and buy beer and all that. But they have the the uh, like a photo op and your free button and stuff if you go to Sonoma Terrace. So, um, anything else before we get to food that you want to talk about with about festival holidays? So you didn't do you didn't do the the lanyard. I I haven't done the lanyard yet either. But no, I'll, I'll probably do it next weekend. Okay. All right. Ooh. And it was what, it was I think it was forty five for eight. Eight. Is that months. about what it was last yeah, time for so. food and wine? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Um, and before we start about the food, uh, there are, I think there are four reviews up that Tony and I did. And there's also some, uh, a blog, blog with, uh, Tyler and Katrina. So if you want to know more about the food, you can head over there, but we will start. I think we're going to start just, we're just going to go in order, uh, starting from Carthay and working our way back. Uh, first booth you come to was chips, breads and holiday spreads. Um, and I think this was the, where the bread booth was last year too. Uh, so this was, uh, chicken liver pate on toast with cherry jam and pistachios, chorizo queso fundido with house made tortilla chips, 
cranberry pear tart with rosemary infused cream and a white chocolate dipped lingonberry speculoos cookie. Uh, Tony and I got to try this. Did you try any of this, Mary Jo? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not the chip spreads and holiday spreads. Okay. No, 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 no. I know. I know. I know. I, um, so the first thing is this is the very first booth. I'm surprised Tony's not jumping in on this yet. Uh, this is the very. I'm gonna first... let you go. Okay. This is the no. This is this is your this is your um, cross to bear. This is your. Was, yes, it uh, is. I'm win, annoyed. This is your windmill. Windmill. <laughs> is that why you're not gonna jump again? So it's the very first booth, and they. Should... I'm waiting for my entry. Go ahead. I'll let you go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> the very first booth. And we know with the way traffic patterns work that it usually gets crowded. So you think that they would be ready and not run out of food. But surprise, they ran out of food once. And then we went back and they ran out of bowls for the food twice. Now, here's my frustration. Is you've done this before. Now, you've done it for multiple years. And now people know that I'm going to Orlando in many, some oftentimes more, and I don't want to compare, but they seem to have no problems in their kiosks with 400 times as many people knowing when stuff is and they do the, like they've got the system down. I've seen multiple times where people don't know what they're doing. And that's a frustration because we spend a lot of money to go participate at the Disney holiday of festivals. Not saying it's the food's not great. I'm just saying I feel like they could have fixed this already. How was that? Very nice. Thank you. All right. Chicken liver pate. Did you enjoy that, Tony? (laughs) Well, I don't like chicken liver. Okay. And so, um, and I don't know if it's a really a traditional holiday festive Mm -hmm. spread. I wouldn't know. It kind of is. Pate, I guess, is kind of. of Yeah, pate. And pate is always made with some kind of liver. Yeah. But they liver, did the great. Whatever. They did a great thing in terms of covering up the liver. <laughs> but that also begs the question, like Tom said on the vlog, well, why cover it up? Though? Then why have it if you're going to make it not taste like liver? It was very well done, and the texture. I thought that overall everything this year, or at least they, maybe I was just more um, in tune. They did a really good job at um, using textures. Mm-hmm. So this was um, on toast. But, it, was, it wasn't like it wasn't yeah. crispy toast. It was lightly toasted. I uh, had the chicken liver mm-hmm. pate. Was it a thick spread or was it a slice of pate? Or no, it was a spread. It was a spread. Um, okay. And then they put cherry jam, the pistachios, and then pomegranate seeds. Ooh. I don't know why they would need to do the cherry jam and the pomegranate seeds, but no, that's no, they really taste like liver after that because then you don't taste the liver. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Uh, okay, the point of pate is to taste the liver. Well, uh, with all the glorious other seasonings, if there's champagne in it, yeah. You know. Well, and and like I was telling Tony and and on the vlog, I I enjoy liver. I go to when I go to Roscoe's, I'll I'll get chicken liver. So I enjoy the taste of liver. It just scared me that it was cold liver on a slice of toast. I don't like cold meat like that, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm weird that way where like, I don't like, a, I, I, if I'm going to have a sandwich, it'll be like lunch meat turkey, but I don't like, if you carve 
turkey off an actual bird and put it on a sandwich and it's cold, I wouldn't enjoy that. Or like cold tri-tip or something like that. I don't like that. So, and you know, I I said in the vlog that the, the chicken liver didn't seem like it was straight out of the fridge. Which right. might, might not not be might not be good for food handling, but it was good for me because it didn't taste like it was like freezing cold chicken liver spread on toast. Pate should be room temperature. Okay, so then yeah, th- then it was fine. Um, and this was five fifty for one. That's one, not bad one for slice of a toast. slab of pate. Yeah. So if if you if if you like pate, this is probably a good a good option. Oh, you want to take, talk about the cheese dip, Tony? I loved it. <laughs> um, at first I didn't, and then I kept eating it, even though I was full. Mm-hmm. So I thought I probably needed to see some professional help with that. But um, it was $6, right, Tom? Yes, sir. And it was queso, which is now a, it's a thing, which I've noticed is a lot. It's almost everywhere but Southern California for some reason. Yeah. But um, And then yeah. it had a big... Uh, a scoop of chorizo. Uh-huh. Yes. I think no, yeah. but it was but I wouldn't but it's not like traditional super greasy chorizo. No, it it was, was more like the consistency of ground beef, so that made yeah. it better. Yeah. Um it was really salty. It was very salty. And it Yeah, and then it came with house-made chips. I don't but, think they were I don't know whose house they were made in, but they were made in a house <laughs> at some point. Okay. They were in um yeah establishment made chips okay so they were made they they came with chips they weren't in a bag uh what i did like about this one was first of all it's something i would want yeah uh kids would eat it but secondly i actually thought the amount of food you got for six dollars was a decent value because there wasn't enough chips to theoretically last for the entire bowl but if you would, I'd say if you went to Tortilla Joe's and ordered a similar dish, you would have gotten that same amount in that bowl of queso and chorizo. You just would have gotten more chips. Yeah. What, so I actually think it was a good, it was a good value. Yeah. Compared to that bowl, what what else have they served in that size of bowl that we could we could compare to? I I don't know what they use. Oh, that size of a bowl. Yeah. Is that the soup? Uh, is that the bowl of the use they they use for soup at at festival holidays or food and wine? That sounds maybe. Uh, it's it was, well, I mean it wasn't like a tiny nacho cheese dip. It was it was a, a good it was a larger bowl. Maybe yeah. I know we should have measured. Yeah, I know. Oh, sorry, it was like five but, um, four or five inches across. Yeah, I'm thinking it was. Was it a cup? It might have been a full cup. Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Good size, though. It wasn't like a little tiny. Yes. Um, and uh, should we talk about dessert? Yes. All right. So the cranberry cranberry pear tart with rosemary infused cream. Uh, this was four fifty. This was so, and? so good. So good. And. And I think what we liked about it, or what I liked about it, was that um, a lot of the desserts are overly sweet. Now, it didn't help that we had eaten like 15 of them by that time. But so that actually kind of puts more votes in its favor. So we had eaten desserts at, I think, two other booths already. Mm -hmm. And then this one, it wasn't overly sweet. 
it it was a really good um Very sweet and then the, mix- the the cream had just a hint of of, of rosemary in it so uh, what I noticed is a lot of, and I think I, I talked about this in some of the vlogs, is, is that a lot of the flavors that could have been overwhelming in a lot of the dishes, I thought were done mm-hmm. successfully yeah. and effectively so that they weren't overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And this was another one where rosemary could have been like, okay, that's weird. I'm not going to go for it. But anything that seemed adventurous ended up not being too adventurous. And so it really everything complemented each other great, and the texture of the pear, and nothing was mealy. Not to go negative, but nothing was right. mealy, and it was really good. I'd go back for that one. Yeah, and again, that was four fifty. Um, and now the white chocolate dipped lingonberry IKEA speculose cookie for three seventy five. So what do you? Think? I like. Well, okay, I noticed that lingonberries <laughs> so this, and so IKEA this was thing. like it was like a sandwich cookie. Shaped like a leaf, basically, almost, or an eyeball. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, so it was an oval. Speculoses. Is that what That's that is? Speculus. Okay. Speculus. Yes. Speculoses are are definitely a. Um, they can they can fit in the same class as like the the hard anise cookies and okay. things like that. I, I almost tasted gingerbread in it, but. Yes. Okay. So it, you'll get um there are a lot of um traditional cookies um you can get special like rolling like Springerly's speculose a lot of those use the same um things to make them in. Okay. So Tony enjoyed this one. Yes, because first of all it's 375. Yeah. I can't remember buying anything that was <laughs> under $4 ever. So that was exciting. Um, I was probably in a sugar coma by now, um, but I love anything berryish, and so that was berryish. And uh, it, I just think for three seventy five, I mean, it's a nice sweet treat for three seventy five. There's the, nothing that yeah. you can really get. The, the only th- the, the, there wasn't a lot of frosting on it. I like the texture of it being a softer cookie, yeah. and I like any kind of berry filling. It was, it was hard to share, but we made it work. All right, so that is chips. Breads and holiday spreads, would you go back? Yes. Okay. Definitely for the, for the grab a, grab a margarita and grab that cheese, that queso fundido and some chips and a pear tart for dessert. All right. Moving on. Next door is making spirits bright, uh, which we did not try because this is the, the wine booth where you can get mimosa flights, white wine flights, uh, red wine flights. And some sparkling champagne. Uh, moving on, Joy to the Sauce. Um, I don't know that any of us tried this one, correct, Mary Jo? We didn't try it. Okay. That's on our list for next weekend. Yeah. Uh, this is where Sticky Toffee Pudding returned, which I think was one of nice. the highlights of last year. Also on this menu is uh, the seared salmon filet, which I want to try, and the beef short rib. With smashed potatoes and cranberry sauce, uh, we thought this. Nom. Yeah, and well, Tony doesn't like fish, and we thought the short rib was kind of a repeat from last year, so we we put this on the like the the to do next time list. Um, all right, moving on next door. This is just past, just in front of the the DVC booth there behind, uh, just in front of um the old Blue Sky Cellar, spicy celebrations. Uh, so this is Nashville hot fried turkey with dill pickles, 
for uh, $7. Uh, beef corn tamale a la plancha with spicy rojo sauce for seven and a quarter and spicy peanut brittle for four fifty. Um, I did not get the spicy peanut brittle because I knew that uh, the peanut brittle was in made in a factory and packaged and sent to the Disneyland Resort. Well, maybe not in a factory. Sit, Ubu, sit. Um, I was going to say the dogs are very upset on your yes. behalf. Well, the spicy peanut brittle is made in the candy kitchen and, and packaged and sent. And, and we tried to actually tried that last year. And it's actually very good. Um, so Nashville hot fried turkey with dill pickles. Um, this is uh, a a slice of white bread with a large piece of, of white meat turkey on top of it and th- two or three thin sliced dill pickles on top of that. Um, uh, my initial my initial opinion was that it tasted really good. Then I kept eating. And all I was tasting was hot. I wasn't tasting any flavor to it. Um, it's like, I like spicy food, but I like some kind of flavor to go along with the spice. And to me, it was just spicy. It didn't, you know, it wasn't, it did, you know, I'd like maybe a little sweet and spicy or something, something like that. But mm. it was just hot. It was very, very hot. That's very sad. Yeah, I know, and and especially for seven seven bucks, um, it's a good portion though. It's a, it's a, it was a large piece of of, of turkey. Uh, the beef corn tamale, however, had very good flavor. It was also uh, the the heat on that snuck up on me, and of course the booth is named Spicy Celebration, so it, it needed to be hot. Um, and it normally the the tamales at the at these booths aren't all that good, and there's way too much too much of the masa. Uh, this one, there was a, there was a good, a portion of beef in it. My only problem with the beef was the way they cut it or something because the shredded beef was kind of stringy. So you try to cut, th- you know, cut yourself a bite of the, of the, of the tamale and all of the beef, or else it was tough or something because all of the, the beef would come out at the same time. Uh, still, it was, it was a good flavor. Um, and it was what, 720, it was expensive. 725 for a tamale. Uh, but I might get seven twenty five for the tamale. Seven twenty five for the tamale. Holy cow! Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, if you, it might be good to share it if you want to try it. Uh, and again, the the <coughs> the hot Nashville hot fried turkey is like a thing now. The Nashville hot stuff is a thing. So you know, go if you're going, you want to try all the things. Try it. Share it with somebody. I would not eat the whole thing because you're going to spoil the rest of your day because your mouth will be burning <laughs> and you won't be able to taste anything else. Um, moving on, Brews and Bites. This is the beer booth, uh, which actually was the longest line at the festival. Um, and te- always traditionally the longest line at the festival. Um, they are serving uh, salami and crackers and the... Bavarian pretzel, we did not stop for that because you can get that everywhere. Um, but, uh, at least they're, these are, let's see, it's five, it's five bucks for the, for either of them, the salami and crackers or the pretzel, which is way better than the, was it the $15 cheese ball last year? Oh my gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. So, 
All right, moving on. Holiday. Can, yeah. Wait, can yeah. I go? Can I go off on a little yeah, prudish rant for a second? Yes. I've. This is something I've been wanting to say for a while, and I know that I know that some people will hundred percent disagree with me, and some hundred people will agree with me. Whatever, just my own opinion. <laughs> I'm annoyed with the park. Disneyland used to be alcohol free, right? Except for Club Thirty Three, and now because it's such a money maker. I really despise that there's a whole booth for beer. Same at Epcot. I know everybody's drinking around the world. I a beer once in a while, okay, but I just don't like that. Then Friday night, everybody comes to drink because that is not the intent. And I know I'm rubbing some people the wrong way of what Disney built these parks originally for. And I just don't like how it then becomes as less of less a less of a family place. Well, That's I, all I have to say. Uh, uh, and can... and I think Disney kind of learned that during the whole uh, Mad Tea Party. They, they I think it, things kind of got too much alcohol there. So um, once that that they got rid of that, I think it kind of slowed down a little bit, but. And I know some people totally don't care and disagree, and that's yeah. fine. I just don't like. I just don't. I, the whole reason I liked going or like going to Disney parks is so that I don't have to deal with that. Yeah, but at least it's not at Disneyland Park. See, I'm okay. a I'm a teetotaler pretty for the most part, and <laughs> it doesn't bother me a bit that at California Adventure yeah. they offer alcohol. Mm-hmm. I agree with Tom. I would I would. I would be really upset if they offered it at Disneyland, but it doesn't bother me. I yet. mean, that's kind of the rumor yeah. that we might see it at, at in in Galaxy's Edge, but blue milk. Yeah. <laughs> oh so, anyways, gosh, it, I know it wasn't, and I got, I know I got on a soapbox, and not everybody wants to join me on the soapbox. That's fine. I just I just wanted okay. to share. All right, so now we're going to holiday duets, and this is across from One Country Trattoria. Uh, macaroni and cheese with cornbread crumbles, warm mm. warm polenta with chilled crab salad, cookie butter and jelly cheesecake, and holiday Mickey and Minnie cookies. Tom, I see what you did there. You know, Tony was a little frustrated, so I'm going to take him to his happy place and yes. bring the mac and cheese yeah, out I, for I him. Think, that was what, I think this that was, was just... That was uh, good. This was just... Uh, yeah, it's a coincidence. All right, so mac and cheese with cornbread crumbles for seven and a quarter. Go ahead, Tony. It was amazing. Okay. I've had a lot of different mac and cheeses. I've worked a lot in the South where mac and cheese is everywhere. Again, which I've said a lot, is there's things that they've done where I don't like the flavor, but they mm-hmm. did it in a way that I do like the flavor. I really don't like anything smoky. Okay. They had just enough smokiness in there that it was really, really good. And it was really creamy. It wasn't like Tom said it was on the vlog. It wasn't your craft macaroni and cheese. Right. It right. tasted it just the flavors were full. They were there. Um the I think they kind of went they, back. They weren't overly str- they weren't overly strong, like too there weren't any like pungent cheeses or anything. It was back to and the, then the, it was back to basics. And the cornbread crumbles, which are were harder. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they were not they're not soft cornbread. They were, it was was, it a was really like good they made, contrast. They made cornbread and then toasted it. Nice. And then it's just sweet enough that it added yeah. a little different yeah. uh, experience. And they filled up that boat, whatever you the 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 boat with the, tray, the yeah, entire thing was yeah. 
was um yeah it's probably two cups of mac and cheese no, it was really yeah, good. Yeah, it was good no i don't know yeah, no. i think um, it was at least a gallon of mac and yeah, cheese so it was right a gallon there. of mac and cheese trust us on that um so yeah like in, in previous festivals they've had mac and cheese with bacon or mac and cheese with um i think it was jalapeno cornbread uh the last time um I liked this, but I, and I would get it again, but I kind of wanted one more flavor. Okay. I'm going to disagree with you. I know. So, you're, here's why. you're welcome to disagree. No, I know. No, here's why. Cause I was thinking, no, you were, cause you were setting up the whole idea back to basics, mm-hmm. but I think we've gone colon it. We, cause now I'm an expert on culinary experiences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But, um, I think in food, We've added like everything is added to mac and cheese now, like you were saying. There's so much added that people think it's great when it's really the bacon, like the candied bacon on top that's great, but the mac and cheese still has to be good by itself. So I appreciated that there wasn't extra flavors, Mm -hmm. but I can understand how you would want extra flavors. All right, cool. Um, And again, that was seven twenty-five. Warm polenta and chilled crab salad. So this was nice sounding. A oval of polenta that almost looked like it was, I don't know, maybe inch and a quarter thick of polenta in a, in a mold, sure. in an oval mold with a medium size, um, scoop of cold crab salad. Like you would use on a sandwich, crab salad, like tuna salad, only crab salad. On top, um, and you could—it was beautiful because you could see bits of red bell pepper in the salad. <laughs> and we tried it. Go ahead, Tony. I can't. I can't. No, I can't. Well, I don't. First of all, not a fan of the mayonnaise-based salads unless it's potato. And then um, I don't. How about, how about, how about a good macaroni salad? Uh, okay. It comes and goes, especially um, in Hawaii. <laughs> Okay. Where they know I'm how to make a, mac salad. I don't like things out of the ocean, except for Sebastian. And um, well, this but that's just because I. <laughs> sorry. I know. So already that made me sad. But um, the the fact that, it, okay, so the first bite, okay, this isn't horrible. But remember, <laughs> you're talking to two people who don't like seafood. I, I so if you I, love seafood, I enjoy seafood. I don't enjoy crab, and I especially don't enjoy cold seafood. Okay. And it was salty. And then I was like, okay, this isn't so bad. Good peppers. Then I've never had, I've never experienced a seafood aftertaste, but that's exactly what happened. It didn't taste fishy until you finished the bite and then it lingered and it really grossed me out. But if you love that taste, you'll love it because it's <laughs> lingering in your mouth afterwards. Isn't that what we, you, you remember that aftertaste too, Tom? Yes. Yes. It was awful. Sorry. I I did not enjoy this at all. Um, and I, I don't normally eat polenta, so I don't know what good polenta is, but it's the polenta yeah, we didn't know. seemed to be fine. It sounds like I'm going to have to try this and you, then you're tell you what I think. This. Yeah. Um, I think so. It was, <laughs> the polenta was creamy and almost cheesy. Is that good? Yes. yes. Polenta, polenta. Okay. Well, it depends what kind of polenta you're having because polenta can be made 
hundreds of ways. Yeah, we're not going to go through them all tonight, but I know we're not. But <laughs> well, like I, mean, I said, Palantir can be made multiple 75. ways. Sometimes it's cheesy. Sometimes it's crisp. A uh, really, really good polenta, if it's fried polenta, is like crisp on the outside and creamy on the inside. I mean, this was firm on the outside and, and creamy on the inside, but yeah. Okay. I, I, and again, this was seven fifty, and I'm assuming because it was crab. Yeah. So it's kind of, kind of, a, kind of pricey. Got the price up. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on to Tony's Tony's wish list of. Desserts, cookie, butter, and jelly cheesecake. Oh yeah, this was the one we all drooled about uh, when we talked about the item. I was, I was so excited. I love the well. Okay, when I say I love cookie butter, there. Yeah, I okay. So when I say I love cookie butter, I have to be honest. I love Trader Joe's cookie butter ice cream, which is wrong. It's you, you can't eat, and it's not. It's bigger than a pint, so it's really supposed to be. Like, you know, you save it and I just eat the whole thing. But anyways. So um, this was two small so, two small tarts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with you and me. <laughs> and when we're doing the vlog. Um and uh the um it had the speculos cookie crust, which okay. was fine, but it wasn't as strong as the other cookie. How do you um, know speculos? That, that's what it said. It didn't it did it? I thought it cooked because so it was cookie butter and like jelly. Cookie this year. Okay. I don't it know. Is, is it? The, is it? I'm asking. I felt like this looked better and sounded better than it was. It was one of those. Oh, it's sweet, and that's it. I didn't feel like there was any. Um, oh. Com- that's com- sad. I know. I was the most excited about this, but I feel like it was the least complex, and it looked better and sounded better than when you ate it and you went. Like, you know, when you go to a buffet and you're like, okay, everything looks pretty, but it's all tastes exactly the same, just sweet. That's how I felt this one was. And uh, they were small for the price. Yeah, well, it's four fifty for two little, I'm sorry. Yeah, four fifty for two little tarts. Um, <laughs> that came out so wrong. Uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, so I probably, paid four fifty for you guys. Yes. Um, and they got a hell of a deal. Uh, I think I enjoyed it more than to- more than Tony did because I my expectations weren't as high. Maybe you guys have a new duet name in the chat room. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's moving on. The other the other <laughs> the other item at this booth which we did not get was holiday Mickey and Minnie cookies. And this was a ridiculously priced $7. And I'm assuming it was yeah. for two cookies. Um, and these, and I got to try these. These were, um, sugar cookies, heavily decorated in, to look like Mickey and Minnie. Um, they were maybe, let me grab my ruler, three or four inch cookies for $7, ridiculously <coughs> priced. Uh, go to the bakery and pick out your cookies and get something better. Uh, all right. Moving on, moving on, uh, classic crocs and casseroles. Ooh, Mm. this could be good. Mary Jo, did you try some of this stuff? We did. Kelly and I both tried um, the classic crocs and casseroles. That was the chana masala with grilled garlic naan. And the grilled garlic naan was, 
I I thought it was pita bread, and Kelly laughed at me, and she said, "Mom, this is not pita; <laughs> it's naan, and that's why it's called naan bread." But and the chana masala, um, letting you know that this is a, a vegetarian dish. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I found out is after I dug Indian? my. Yep, because I dug my fork in and I was like, there's no meat in here. And Kelly said, Mom, it's Indian. Of course not. So they had the chickpeas or garbanzos, depending to uh, who you talk to. Um, and it was a, like a goulash, like a stew. What was a masala? It was, it was really good. And it had a curry taste to it. Um, Kelly liked it more than I did. Um, she loved it. And I thought it was okay. And this went for six fifty. And then the other dish that they had there was the green bean and mushroom casserole with crispy onions. And this was rather cheesy, and I loved it. Oh, really? I liked cheesy, this more really? than Kelly okay. did. Yeah. That's I didn't a- think it it had it, but when we mixed it, it was like a white cheese in the bottom. That's not, um, that's not typical, though, on a green bean casserole. That's huh? not exactly that, which surprised me. I still wouldn't eat it, me. but. Oh, my gosh. It was delicious. Really? Okay. It was so unhealthy. It was so <laughs> I good. love green bean casserole. Oh, yeah. And they, they had just enough crispy on top of it. And, um, yeah, I, I kind of, I, yeah, I, I would go back for that. Okay. And then the dessert. Was, so they just was, have that those. That was 575, right? That one was 575. You know, when Mary, Jo says, when Mary Jo says, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed. Yeah, it, it was really tasty. The chana masala, Kelly would go back for that. I would go back for the green bean and mushroom casserole. And then we got for dessert the milk chocolate candy um, candy, candy cane pot de creme. Mm-hmm. And that was delicious. You would have liked it, Tom, because it had the uh, the pieces of peppermint. Yeah, I, I, actually, I actually got to try try a little bit of that. It was good. Yeah, it was. It, it tastes kind of like... Um, it's not really a pudding or a mousse, but kind of in between. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a pot de creme. Yeah. Um, it's a chocolate pot de creme. It's kind of like a milk chocolate flavor with little bits of peppermint. And if you stir it in and you get a little square of peppermint bark on top and some whipped cream, that was delicious. Yeah. And then we also got refreshing. the ice green mint tea. Okay. Pardon me? It was refreshing. It was refreshing. It was a, It was good. It wasn't a heavy dessert, which no, I was pleased to see. Um, I, and I had it like... In, during, during the media event, so I'm not sure what the size was. How how was the value for 425? Remember, I always buy at Disney, remembering that these are theme park no, prices. For 425, I think it's a little bit expensive. Okay. Personally. Okay. But I mean, comparing it to the other desserts, and yeah. Yeah, comparing it to the other desserts, it is kind of on. The, I. This would not have filled me up. Okay. So, but for a, a taste of something, if you just don't really want to, you yeah. know, well, after you eat and just for a taste, something sweet, I think it's good. Okay. And I really the, liked it. The mint tea? The mint tea was very refreshing. Refreshing. We got the ice cream mint tea with mint sprig with no sugar. Mm. It was, that was five bucks. That was delicious. And um, that's the only drink that we got. And as I tasted it more and more, you could just really taste the mint in, in that tea. So. Nice. Both of us really like that one. All right, moving on to blissfully braised. Um, we tried that one too. Did you too? Okay, cool. This one, yeah, we, we tried. Tony and I saw people eating this one, but and w- this would have been probably the next booth we went to. Go ahead. 
Um, well, the classic Crocs and casseroles were, are new for this year, right? Yeah. So is the Blissfully Brace is also new for this year. And like Tony said, um, when Kelly and I, because that Kelly walked in there saying braised, braised. That's what she, that's the booth she wanted. <laughs> and they were out of the Pork Belly Adobo. Uh-huh. So they said they would have it in 15 minutes. And we said, we'll be back in 15 minutes. So we wow. went to Classic Crocs and then we came back. So um, when we came back, they did have it. So we got the braised pork belly adobo with garlic fried rice. And we got the braised lamb cheeks with Mediterranean cauliflower. Mm. And the dessert is fruit and neck rugula. So the braised pork adobo with garlic fried rice for $7.50. Kelly and I both really enjoyed this. This one was a nice slice of meat maybe like, like a quarter inch thick looked like uh, what we saw looked like a huge portion it was a big portion okay. that one of these would fill me up mm-hmm. would be a decent so it was it maybe would be a decent maybe when an inch inch and a quarter by like five or six inches on if it was uh, the length of the uh, the length of the boat right i would say five inches yeah so okay yeah like it's just not quite not quite but it was a it was a big Piece. Yeah, a big piece of, of pork Excuse belly. Me. On, the, on the rice, it had a little bit of, not a lot, but a little bit of sauce. And this meat was so tender. Mm. We didn't even, we did not need our knives was to. It, was um, it fatty? It. A little bit. Okay. But the kind the that pork melts. Pork belly is mouth, supposed to be fatty. Oh, I know. I know. I, wine. I, I pretty much don't like the fat of a meat, but right. this was so tender and. The fat just melted in your mouth. It was cooked so well, mm-hmm. and this went for seven fifteen. I think that was worth it. Okay, and ta- especially the meat with the rice and everything was really good. The next one was the braised lamb cheeks with Mediterranean cauliflower. Um, Kelly loves this one. Lamb cheeks are not my favorite thing to eat. Plus, I'm not a fan of lamb, but so Kelly really enjoyed this dish. She would go back to this booth back to this food for either item okay. she really liked it that went for 775 and again this was a really good portion of food um the mediterranean cauliflower i really enjoyed it's it kind of they they have it it looks like rice in a type of i think this is the one that was in curry sauce um this was this the, the cauliflower looked like rice, but of course, when you bite it, it's, it's cauliflower. And it was just really filling with the lamb cheeks. And they probably gave like six medallions of meat for the braised lamb cheeks. Okay. And I, so, I, I got to try this at the media event and I don't, I'm not going to judge it because they were serving this like on, on trays passed around the room. And I think that it wasn't this, this particular dish wasn't, it wasn't hot out of the oven and so, and I, the little bite that they, uh, you know, it was a couple of the small medallions, they called them medallions, but to me, that was like maybe a tablespoon of meat. Um, and I, I didn't enjoy it. It seemed fatty. So, but I, it seemed a, a little bit chewy to me, but I wouldn't say fatty okay. and it wouldn't be like ugly chew. It was just, it's, um, I, I it don't think, just... I don't think I got a good serving of it. So I will, I will, I will have to try it again. I think well, Nancy know, would and like. Call, I I probably would totally like it, so that'll be one of the things that I want to try. Mm-hmm. Um, now, cauliflower rice is like totally the thing yeah. now. Yeah, it's the it's the non-carb way to eat rice. Yeah. All the fat 
all of the uh, frozen vegetable manufacturers are making some kind of version of it these days. So, yeah, so and they a did thing. a really good they did a really good job with that too. So, um, Kelly, if you were to ask both between the two of us, we highly recommend this booth. Um, me more for the braised pork belly mm-hmm. adobo, and Kelly more for the well, she liked both of them. And then we had the fruit nut fruit nut rugula, and the fruit nut um, rugula went for four fifty, mm-hmm. and it was a good. T- by that time, Tyler and Katrina had had met up with us, and he was telling me that he buys that um, off the like the when he goes to the market to get it, and he said that this was not really a any kind of a markup on it. He thought that was a good price for the size that we got. It was delicious. That, that sounds right to me for mm-hmm. buying rugula. Yeah. So, yeah. So you figure it was probably like maybe two by two or two and a half by two and a half inches. Two and a half by two by three. Size. No, a little bit bigger. A little bit bigger? Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was a little bit bigger than what you normally would get um, at the market. And that's why he thought it was a good price. And Kelly and I, I think we, yeah, we ate everything at both at, at mm-hmm. all the booths that we went to, <laughs> but then I was full, so we only we could only do three. That's so us, yeah, that's us too. We ended up just going yeah. to three. All right, next one is a twist on tradition, and this is in front of the. We are now in front of um. Cease. No, what's what's the 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 aerial gift shop anyway? Um, Embarcadero gifts. You right? saw Embarcadero no. gifts. Yeah, yeah. Embarcadero gifts. Uh, so this is a twist on tradition. The one of the repeat items: Reuben potato smash with Russian dressing and rye toast crumble. Uh, this was one of our favorites last year. Uh, so it is a basically a potato croquette with um, corned beef built into it, and uh, Russian dressing on top and rye toast crumble. What Tony? There is sauerkraut in that croquette. We, yeah. Yay! Tom I, doesn't think so. I can tell you, it's not a lot. There's a teeny there's bit. There's a hint of sour, just like that that little sour flavor in it. I would like I'm that. Telling you, there's. I'm telling you, there's real sauerkraut in it. Does Does anybody remember how many croquettes you got last year? Was it three or was it just the two? This 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 because this year you only get two. I was thinking maybe last year you got three. <sighs> I'm thinking three. I think so too. But I, I maybe they were smaller last. Year? I don't know. Um. Anyway, it's six seventy five for two potato croquettes. Um, it's so good though. Uh, it's a good flavor. The the you know the Russian dressing on top. The right toast crumbles. A little bit of chives just for color. Um. Mm. I I would definitely go back to for this one. And again. It's your healthy alternative to a full Reuben sandwich. <laughs> that's my that's my motto for it. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he keeps going back to that. Um, and and that one's nice and nice and carby to to fill you up. Uh, butternut squash and almond pakora fritters. How was that? I no, I can't even remember. It was okay. Yeah, this was. But the, you know what? I remember. It was this was the Indian yes. vegetable fritter. Yeah. And I think I remember saying that it 
it sa- it was adventurous, but when you ate it, it wasn't adventure. Like yeah, the, if you're scared, I would it, have been scared of it. Right. It wasn't overpower. The spices weren't overpowering. Um, it was a little bit of what I what I described on the vlog as as like fall spices. So like pumpkin spice, you know, like the the nutmeg and you know that kind of the cinnamon or whatever. Um, you would taste that. And I don't know why I didn't realize it when we were in the vlog. I'm like, what is this crunchy thing? Uh, it's in the name. It's almonds. Um, so there's some crunchy mm. almonds in there and it was a good flavor. It was just you, something you're not used to. Mm-hmm. And for $6, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't think I would go back for it. No, I wouldn't go back for it. No. All right, time for dessert. Chocolate Yule Log with candied chestnuts and clementine compote for $5. Yum. Now, this is where you and I disagreed on last year's. I can't remember. Mm. What? You I didn't thought like it last year's year. didn't have mocha. No, no. I, well, I don't I don't remember. It's so long ago. But um, the um, was that... Um, it did have mocha. I don't remember. There, it, okay, well, I didn't remember. But this so one doesn't even have mocha. That- this one doesn't have mocha in okay. the name, so I think last year's did. We'll have to I thought you didn't like well, last year's. We didn't like last year's. I last thought year's... it was yeah, it was overly dense and overly sweet. Yeah. And this year's and was can, better. This can... was um, a good flavor. The 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 icing or the frosting was um, lighter. Uh, yes, much lighter. Yeah, and the cake was lighter as well. Um, what, maybe a two-inch slice, inch and a half slice of of, mm-hmm. of Yule log. Um, but like I said in the vlog, uh, you can get Yule log anywhere. If you're going to, to festival holidays, get something more interesting. Go back and get the get the the pear tart or something like that. Don't waste your don't waste your 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 sweets and your and your calories on on a Yule log. Just my holiday opinion. Okay, then. No, that's just me. I mean... No, agreed. No, no I, I agree. I, I, it, I agree. I'm always a big a big proponent of if you have to blow calories on a dessert, make it count. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Try try something different. Um, go back and get the, get the rugula. Uh, and then Tony's favorite. Um, he had to have this. They were they were almost going to be out of it, and we had to wait. And then, oh wait, no, we're not out. Um, horchata fudge for four fifty. Yes, yes, and I can pull a Nancy right now and eat it on air, but I will not. Um, <laughs> oh, do it, do it, do it. No, no, no. That I'm going to leave thee. That that's yours. But anyways, I'm, um, hey, the, I'm or- not eating on air this week. Yeah. I ate before we got on air. <laughs> and the listeners are just excruciatingly disappointed. I know. So, um, the horchata fudge, the reason I was so excited about it is because I've never heard of anything like it. I've never heard of horchata in anything other than horchata, right? Or a, a drink. And so, um, it was a little disappointing that it was in a packet, like, um, so and again, it was pre-packaged. Like, like the spiced peanut brittle, this was made in the candy factory at Disneyland and shipped over to California Avenger. Or it could have so, been can- made at the candy factory at well, California yeah, I know. Avenger. Yeah, exactly. But it was, yeah. Anyway. So, um, it, it tasted like horchata, but it wasn't overly cinnamony. So it actually tasted really good. And for $4.50 for a slice of fudge... 
Um, it's the same price that you get normal fudge. What, what Tom uh, and I noticed is two, two I, by two by two square, maybe ish. Yeah, my thing was, and when Tom both said, like, you couldn't eat more than a bite or no. two because uh. it was so amazingly rich. I was just excited to try something different. Would you go back for it? I mean, you let us taste the tune. It was really we yeah. really liked. It. Yeah, it's yeah, it was it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought so. But again, you can get fudge at, at the at the candy shop. So, um, or chata fudge. Well, not a chata fudge now. Um, you never know. They could. Uh, all right, moving mm-hmm. on. I I don't think we ate anything else after this. Uh, Winter Sliderland has the new uh, turkey or the 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 returning turkey slider with cranberry sauce, and the new ham slider with pineapple relish, uh, plus an eggnog macaron. Actually, I did have the eggnog macaron, which was it was good, but it was sweet. Um, Grandma's recipes. Uh, Kelly and I did try that. Okay, good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I yep, that's another go. new one for mm-hmm. thank you. That's another new one for 2017. And here they have the grilled chicken sausage with red beans and rice. The that goes for $7.25. The beef brisket with brown sugar glazed carrots at $7.75. And sweet potato pie uh, for dessert at $4.50 or the mil- molasses gingerbread cookie at $3.75. So they had Kelly, the, didn't they have the sweet potato pie last year? I think they did. Yeah. Okay. I don't know where they had it, but they had, I think they had that. Yeah. So we got the sausage, the chicken sausage and the beef brisket and the sweet potato pie. And um, we both liked the grilled chicken sausage with red beans and rice. We later talked to Katrina and she liked it more than we did. I don't know if it was just because it was after eating other food. I was already kind of full. Mm-hmm. I don't think I appreciated it that much. Okay. The... Beef brisket with brown sugar glazed carrots. This was another big chunk of meat. That was well for seven seventy five. It better be. Oh my gosh! But it was. This was worth it. This okay. was the the meat again was so tender. We didn't even need our knife to wow. cut into it. So it's slow cooked brisket because you know that brisket can be a little bit tougher. But this was yeah. so tender. Um, and I don't know if Tony tasted this or not. Also. The brown sugar glazed carrots to me were a little bit too al dente. For Kelly, they were perfect. Um, I like she and she looked at me weird and she goes, "You mean you like mushy carrots?" But I don't know. They were just I I like mine a little bit softer than okay. than what they had. Other than that, the flavor was great for all of it. Even with the chicken sausage with red beans and rice, it was another really good portion. Either one of these would be um, pretty filling. Uh, the sweet potato pie was delicious. We had no problem problem polishing off that polish, polishing that off. Um, again, that was for four fifty, and we got the warm bourbon cider with oh, bourbon you? infused okay. marshmallow. Nice! Oh my gosh, it was delicious. It's it's warm cider. You could definitely taste the bourbon, but it wasn't overpowering. And with that marshmallow, you just let it sit there, and it it uh, dissolves into mm-hmm. the drink. It was delicious. Okay, and it's pr- why isn't this portable so I can like go downstairs and go get my bourbon right. and my apple I know, cider? Right, <laughs> right. It, now this one's pricey at twelve dollars, but in my opinion, it was worth it. I I would go back and get this this drink again, um, especially in the in the evening as it get as it cools down a bit. Um, 
I would definitely get this. So the of the three booths that Kelly and I went to, I think we rated um, the first booth between the two of us. Which rated was, the first booth? We rated, yeah, R-A-T-E-D. R-A-I-D-E-D. No, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you liked it that much. <laughs> the classic Crocs and casseroles. We rated that um, between a seven and eight. Blissfully braised. Kelly gave that a, a ten, and I gave that a nine. And the Grandma's dogs recipes. Were applauding. <laughs> and Grandma's recipes. We both gave that an eight because we weren't too thrilled with the grilled chicken sausage, but both really enjoyed the beef brisket. She gave that a ten plus. So, and the worm bourbon cider, that whole Okay, that whole chicken thing is sausage is not really meant to go into something andouille is meant to go into. Right. Well, it, it's just yeah. not the same flavor. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I agree with you, and maybe that you, was part of it. You but, can't make chicken sausage, no matter how healthy you want to make it, you can't make chicken sausage do the same thing <laughs> pig sausage does. I, it just doesn't work. So All right, th- I, I kind of agree, but I wanted before you you sign off, Tom. No, I wanted well, to mention. Do we have a cookbook was, for this? There was one more one there more booth. One more booth. I'm okay, going to mention. Okay, talk about the next booth. Yep. Okay, so uh, this one we didn't go to. This was fel- festive holiday extras. Uh, this was Brussels sprouts with goat cheese, cranberries, and bacon for six seventy five, and baked cheesy scalloped <gasps> potatoes so for six fifty. And a pineapple kasari with golden raisins for four twenty five. I had a bite of this. Um, You're not sounding like a big fan of the pineapple kasari. Yeah, well, it's interesting. It's it's one of those desserts that they that they make into a. It, they shaped it like a Mickey head, so you know that kind of pleases pleasing to your eye. It also had a a gold le- gold leaf on it, so that kind of added to it. It was okay. I I don't know that I would get it, but was it a typical Disney dessert sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. And 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 it's not a, a texture or flavor I'm used to, so I didn't know what to make of it. Why couldn't you have tried the Brussels sprouts? Because this was at the media event. That would they didn't, they didn't bring me the Brussels sprouts. I know, but still Brussels sprouts. I know. I I yeah. All right, you were going to say something, Mary Jo. Okay, so what I was going to say is when we were at the booth, I noticed that they have this tasting passport that you can pick up, and I really like it. So the tasting passport, you you pick it up. It's a little booklet. Mm-hmm. I'm you looking at it right now. Sign, yeah, you sign your name in it, and it's got a puzzler. So when you go to your um, to your different booths, you get a little stamp, and you get a letter, and you fill it out, and you get to um, – you get to figure out the puzzle, then you get a stamp of completion, which is another little fun thing that you can have. But another thing that I like about it is it tells you the different merchandise options that you have, um, which you can do with the gift card, of course. They're going to say that. Uh, the Sip and Saver Pass. So they tell you about what you can get with the annual pass holder exclusive that Tom was talking about earlier. And then each booth that you go to where you get your little stamp, they have... Um, they tell you which foods are gluten fin- gluten friendly, vegetarian, and or kid friendly. So you get to see, you see these little symbols next to the food choices. So I think that's um, nice. Yeah, I I really like that they have this, and and it was just a really cool little thing for as long as they have you know until they run out. Mm-hmm. I would say get this, and 
What was the one that you said was really hot, Tom? The Nashville hot fried turkey with dill pickles? Yeah, spicy celebrations. Yeah. Spicy celebrations. Yeah, that one I noticed does not say it's kid friendly at all. <laughs> <laughs> or vegetarian or gluten friendly. So um some, <laughs> something new they did this year. Uh last year, like the booths were uh themed each booth was in an individual celebration like oh that's right the one booth was all navidad or or asian yeah or Indian it was or something it was like ethnic that. <laughs> it was all you know um the same at each booth so this year they decided so that you could try more different things they they themed the booths differently so like the 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 you know blissfully braised had different cultures represented or grandma's recipes had different cultures represented um you know the well um, let's see the like the spice celebrations not only had the hot fried turkey from america but it also had the corn tamale from from mexico or um let's see the well, yeah, the yeah. blissfully braised was, yeah. I think, Filipino right. and or right. Um, Mediterranean, right? Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and so on each of the booths, there are two or three Mickey heads that say celebrating Christmas, a green Mickey head that says celebrating Christmas, a pink and red one that says celebra- celebrating uh, Diwali, a blue one that says celebrating Hanukkah, one that says celebrating Kwanzaa, and another one that says celebrating Navidad. So you, if by looking at the booth, you can tell what kind of food you could expect to get from that booth, but it's not going to be subtle. It's not going to be just one culture at each booth. It's, it's mix and match and they've kind of shaken things up a little bit, which is kind of cool. Um, let's see. We didn't, we, when we talked about entertainment, we didn't mention that, of course, Viva Navidad is back. Uh, same exact show as before, so if you liked it before, you will like it again. Um, I didn't collect, catch the Elena show, Princess Elena show, I don't, so I don't know if they made any adjustments to that or not. I will have to go back and see that. Alright, so Tony, what, what are you heading back for? What, what, which one item would you want to go back for? Which one item? I think the croquettes. Okay. The, the, the Reuben. Yeah. Okay. How about a how about a dessert? Um, darn it! I oh the pear the pear okay. thing yeah. Okay. How about mm-hmm. you, Mary Jo? Is there one thing you want to go back for? Well, I want to try some of the food that we didn't try yet. So I want to try the chorizo queso fundido. Okay. Um, and again? probably this. Pardon me. I said say that again. <laughs> chorizo queso fundido, and. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do want that. to try the seared salmon fillet with lemon caper sauce because okay. that's something different yeah. that um, we haven't had yet. There's I, a there's a bunch of food that I, I want I, to try. Yeah, I, I want to go back for that. All the sides. I want to try the Brussels sprouts, even though not a that and, sounds good. And and especially the scalloped potatoes. Um, I want to try that beef brisket. Um, what else? Try the bourbon, the warm side, hot, oh, oh, yeah. hot cider with if bourbon. I, if try if that. I didn't have to drive. I would have tried that. Or yeah. and it, and it was a late night also, so I would have fallen asleep. That's, that would have been funny. I would have filmed that. No, oh, never. I'm sorry. Excuse well, I'm me. Driving over the I want to try the hot. Well, butter. I'm driving <laughs> over the grapevine. Thanks, Mary Jo. No, 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 no. 
You have to stay in a hotel yeah. to do that. Um, I'm going to oh, try yeah. the hot buttered rum with cinnamon stick. Yeah. Um, they were mentioning in the chat room that if j- this year again with, with the, or this time again with the, with the, uh, AP pass, the lanyard, um, as you use each, each tab, you get a, a button to add to your lanyard. So different color buttons at different booths, um, as you use your $45, um, uh, tasting pass. So those are always... Free stuff for for annual passwords is always good. Anything else you want to add? Any questions, Michael? No, it sounds good. Yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of different things that mm-hmm. I don't think one would normally have an opportunity to try unless right. you went to this exactly. event, and which I like. And you know, I mean, I, I sounds like like the the food and wine festival at at Epcot. There's a lot of repeats all the time, and this time here at, at Festival Holidays, there are. A handful of repeats, maybe. Um, There's no cookbook. Stop. There's the the turkey sliders again. The Reuben <laughs> the Reuben smash, the sticky toffee pudding. Another thing I think yeah. we noticed mm-hmm. at the spring one was didn't the spring one seem to be a little bit more expensive than the the holiday one? No, it was, I think it was the other way around. I think it the, was the other way. Yeah, the holiday one was more expensive. But I think well, this is this is back to where it kind of should be. Right. That's what I was gonna say. It didn't look as expensive as, as it was last time. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Um. How were the lines for you? Non-existent. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for, same for but us. But I went on a Friday. Yeah. yeah. And you, you guys. How were, did the? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead no, I'm sorry. How how did the portion sizes uh, compare? Because I remember last year you felt they were a little on the small side. Were they a little better this time? I think they were decent. They were better. They were more appropriate to the prices we were paying than last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think there was... I still think it's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. but, uh... But I think that everything we got, we could share. And and that the, the crab salad we could share with probably 50 people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Crabby. I know, that wasn't nice. But was, oh no, it was the harchata fudge we could share with like a, a family of 20 or something like that. It's so sweet. That was really good. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.